This episode of the CPA Reviewed podcast is brought to you by my company, Ninja CPA Review. The Ninja Notes, Ninja MCQ, and Ninja Audio are hands down the most used CPA exam study supplements in the accounting industry today. Tens of thousands of future CPAs, just like you, have used Ninja study materials to pass. So what I want you to do is to hit pause on this podcast and go to another71.com and download your free trial of the Ninja materials. And by the way, when you add Ninja materials and you end up passing, I want you to shoot me an email, jeff at another71.com to let me know that you did. The following is general advice only and should not be construed as accounting, legal, or any other professional advice. The details of your situation are fact-dependent and you are advised to seek the help of a competent professional. What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to another action-packed edition of CP Reviewed, the official podcast of Another71.com. As always, I'm your humble host, Jeff Elliott, a licensed CPA in the state of Kansas by the grace of God and to the chagrin of many. Happy Monday to you. Today is Monday, July 3rd, July 3rd, 2017. Um, hopefully, you are all getting ready to blow up some fireworks, if that is allowed in your area. <laughs> For those of us out here in the flyover states who still have that freedom, I look forward to uh, blowing up some Roman candles and black cats and whatever else we can get our hands on. But first, let's answer some CPA exam questions. If you want to be on the show, you can go to another71.com and click at the top of the page, Ask Jeff, and your question will appear in a future edition of the podcast. And so let's get started. Brandon says, I've been out of school for some time and would like to test my skills to see where I am with Accounting knowledge needed to pass the CPA exam. I think I need an assessment exam to let me know what to focus on. Do you have something or know something that I can use? Good news, Brandon. You do not need to take any sort of skills assessment because you really need to study everything. And how do I know that? Well, a common mistake that people make when they score like a 73 or 74 and they are a few points away from passing the exam they think they need to go in and just cram and take the exam and guess what they fail yet again and that's because they cut corners on the retake and um, while when they they took their exam they were really strong in some area that's been a month or two and they need to go back and restudy everything even the things they think that they are strong on so in your case assume that you're weak on everything and study everything from start to finish in your CPA review course. You don't need to take any sort of assessment. That is a waste of time and possibly money. So what do you need to what do you need to do? You need to find a CPA review course that matches your budget and your learning style. So are you going to have to go into debt? Are you going to uh, be paying off your CPA review course until you're 50, like it's a student loan? Or um, can you cash flow it? And so um, there are plenty of options out there. Ninja CP Review is obviously one of them, and I'm extremely biased. But so I think you should check out the Ninja demos, and I think you should try out two or three other courses, check out their demos, um, figure out do you like the instructor? 
is the book a simple downloaded PDF like the Ninja book or is it a ginormous phone book that long after you pass, you will be um, using as kindling in your fireplace and um, you can then pass that book on to your grandchildren to use as kindling in their fireplaces because the book is so large and there is, it is impossible for you to get through that many pages in one lifetime. <laughs> so um, does the CPU review course match your budget? Does it match your learning style? When you wake up at 5.30 in the morning, are you going to be able to tolerate uh, staring at that person and listening to their voice? If you hate the sound of my voice, you probably, you probably won't like Ninja. And if you hate the sound of someone else's voice and their mannerisms, you probably won't like them either. And so you really need to check out a lot of demos. And uh, probably the best place to check is the another71.com forum and the trusty search bar. Uh, the another71.com forum has over half a million posts and there's thousands and thousands and thousands of, of posts about certain CPA review courses. And so check them out. Pros and cons, good and bad. Uh, not everything about Ninja is perfect, but it's pretty close, right? So um, check it out. I hope that's helpful. You do not need an assessment in order to begin taking the CPA exam. Seth says, I'm trying to select a CPA exam review course. There seems to be only one course offering live, live CPA review classes now which I think will help me with structure, etc. But I've seen a lot of blogs complaining about live classes and the price. What do you think of live classes and are there other prep courses that you especially like? I think live classes are probably effective and definitely not efficient. So they're effective in that they will help you pass the CPA exam in theory. Um, they, are, they are definitely not an efficient use of your time. So like, an audit. You can, you can have an effective audit uh, that's very inefficient. So if, you, if, you, if your definition of materiality for the audit was too low, so you were jumping in and testing accounts that, you really, that weren't material, uh, yeah, you had an effective audit, but it wasn't efficient. It wasn't an efficient use of time or money. Yes, you can have an effective live CPU review course, but it's not an efficient use of time or your money. Here's an example. So you get home from work and then, or, or let's say you, you go straight from work and it's, a, it's, a, um, it's an extra 30 minutes to get to the community college or the campus where the live class is offered and you have to get there 15 minutes early. <clears throat> you don't want to be the jerk walking in five minutes late. So you get there 30 minutes early. And then after class, or you, you get there 15 minutes early and after class, you hang around for 15 minutes chatting about who knows what. And then you get home and you think, you know what? I have, um, I can cross off the box for the day. I studied, I went to that live class. Well, if you wouldn't have gone to that live class, you would have studied until 10 instead of nine or 11 instead of 10. And so the, the extra 30 minutes driving there, the extra 15 minutes while you're waiting on the front end, the extra 15 minutes on the back end, we're up to one hour of wasted time, 30 plus 15 plus 15. The extra 30 minutes home, so you're up to an hour and a half of wasted time. And then the hour that you would have um, studied had you not come home from your live class and checked off the, bo the box. So in theory, with each live CPU review class, you will waste two and a half hours of 
valuable study time. The one-hour commute, the, th the 15 minutes before and after, and the hour of study time that you would have had. Because when you come home, like, there's something emotional. Like, hey, I did something today. Like, you're going to turn on, like, let's be real. You were going to turn on Netflix instead of sitting down and hammering out bonds for another hour. Whereas if you had been in the study grind all night, you think, you're like, okay, I can, I can go until 11. But because you won't feel like you've accomplished anything until you're done for the night. So all that to say, live classes, probably effective. I'm assuming that they're decent. Uh, definitely not an efficient use of your time. I would go the self-study route with whatever course you decide to use. Alfonso writes in, I just graduated with a BS in accountancy and I have to take, and I have all of the requirements needed to take the CPA exam in Arizona. I was wondering what steps I need to take in order to take the CPA exam. For my knowledge, I need to send in transcripts and an application. Can you please provide me with a better checklist? Well, Alfonso, I was not familiar with Arizona, so I checked out their state board of accountancy. It cost you $100 for your initial application. And... So you send in your transcripts and your application. They will tell you if you're deficient in any educational areas. Then you need to apply for your NTS, your Notice to Schedule from NASBA, which I also checked on their website. They're currently up to six weeks um, due to high volume. So apparently people are taking a lot of exams right now. But um, there is no better checklist. Send in your money with the application and your transcripts and then hurry up and wait. Once you get approved by your state board and you, and you apply for your NTS, I would begin studying. And so in theory, six weeks later, you get your NTS for FAR or whatever, and then you, you take your notice of schedule and you apply for your seat at Prometric. And then two weeks later, you sit for, for your exam. So as soon as you get approved by your state board of accountancy, I would begin to study for your exam, your first exam, your initial exam, I would not wait until you get your NTS because that's six weeks of valuable time that you're going to waste and there's really no need for it. I hope that's helpful. Mika writes in, I, I find it hard to review everything. If all I have is a giant CPA review textbook, I'm looking for a good key point, for a good key point summary notes for my review times. I was wondering if I could get a sneak peek of your auditing ninja notes. Do you offer a preview? Yes, you can go to another71.com. You can click on the free study planner and you can get it there. Or it's also linked to in the sidebar of another71.com and the another71.com forum. Or simply if you go to another71.com and click on the ninja notes, like on the actual store page where you check out, there is a preview there. You can preview an entire section. So three ways to preview the ninja notes and figure out if they are for you. Numbers Queen writes in, my FAR exam is in a few days. I'm really struggling with the hedges, derivatives, and futures contracts, mostly knowing which rates to use to determine if there is a foreign gain or loss. Sometimes you use the spot rates, sometimes the 30 or 90 day rates. It's a bit confusing. Can you make this clearer? You use the spot rate for your payables and your receivables and use the forward rate for the forward exchange contracts or the, or the futures contracts. So let's say that you bought a truck from a foreign manufacturer. You would use the spot rate for the payable. Now your bill is due in let's say 90 days, three months, and you need to offset the risk 
that some sort of currency fluctuation will not cause the actual price of your truck to increase. So you use the forward rate to enter into a contract to buy that currency at that specific date so that you offset the risk that the currency will make the price of the truck increase. And so you have hedged hedged your bets there. So use the spot rate for the payables and the receivables and then use the forward rate for that contract. I hope that's helpful. Mohammed says, I want to know when a CPE credit is earned, at the beginning of the course or at the end? Logic suggests it should be at the end of the course, but I have to make sure. Okay, so there's a couple of different types of CPE. You have your live in-person, you have your like live, <clears throat> live webinar, and, um, and then you have your self-study type of deal. So in your, from my experience, the live in-person, you sign in at the beginning and you sign out. And so they know that you were there the entire time. And for the live webinar, typically they have you take quizzes along the way so that you know, so they know that you're not, that you didn't, that you didn't just start the three-hour webinar and uh, you took off and played racquetball. <laughs> Do people still play racquetball? I don't know. <laughs> so... Um, so that they know that you're still watching, I guess. And then for your self-study, typically you have to read through all of the material. So they have some sort of mechanism that knows if you've read through all of the material or watched all of the videos. And then you have to take a quiz at the end. And normally like with the AICPA um, self-study CPE, you have to, like your quiz, you have to score at least an 80%. So if you get three hours of credit, or something, then you have like a 15 question quiz and you have to score an 80%. And so that's how that works. But to answer your question, you, you get credit at the end, not on the front end, but I think you knew that. Patrick writes in, my auditing exam is coming soon and I have a few questions pertaining to the revenue and purchases cycle. Can you please explain the remittance advice and what it is? I see remittance advice and I get that confused with the purchases side. All right, when a customer sends in their payment, they send in the little piece of paper so that accounts receivable knows like, okay, they're paying this bill and it is applied to this invoice. And so that helps the customer like keep their account straight. It also helps with internal control because, okay, the mailroom opens up the checks and they send, they send the checks one way and they send the remittance advice to like the accounting side. And so what this helps prevent is someone, some clerk who is handling the cash and making the deposit slip. It, it helps prevent them from stealing cash because the, the accounting department has their remittance advices and the entire list and the sum of all of the remittance advices needs to add up to the sum of the deposit slip. And if it doesn't, then there's a problem. Either there was a mistake or someone's stealing cash or something like that. But I hope that's helpful. All right, well, that does it for this edition of CP Reviewed. If you want to be on the podcast, go to another71.com. Click at the top of the page, Ask Jeff, and submit your CPA exam question, and it will appear in a future edition of the podcast. Or you can also go to the another71.com forum and there are over half a million posts 
on there. It is the most visited, most visited CPA exam site on the internet, and it is awesome because of you. I'm okay, but you guys are awesome. And you can also um, go to Facebook, and you know everyone's on Facebook, and there's all sorts of crap. In, there's all sorts of crap in your newsfeed. Um, if you want something that's actually useful, you can uh, like and follow another71.com because or another 71. I a couple times a week usually put out a CPA exam question of the day. And you never know, one of those questions might actually appear on your exam and I give away free stuff. Over 47,000 of you liking another 71, so I appreciate that. And in the meantime, be good, take care, and I will talk to you soon. Yeah, it ain't easy now, but it'll be harder soon. 2017's right around the corner, dude. Don't wait until it's too late, that ain't cool. Listen to my rhymes and you could be a ninja too. This new exam is gonna stress you out, man. That's why I'm here and I'm warning you now, man. It's gonna be more advanced, no doubt. Yeah, so the exam, you better take the thing now, man. Higher order cognitive skills, oh no. The four existing sections got my mind blown. The new blueprints, they make it really scare me. That's why I'm taking my exam, it's 2016. Task-based simulations, they got them planned. Added to the BEC section, oh man. Total test time will increase by two hours. 16 hours, man, it sounds kind of sour. It's gonna change, yeah, man, it's gonna change. In 2017, it ain't gonna be the same. You better take it now and become a CPA. Cause in a little while, things are really gonna change. Yeah, it's gonna change, yeah, man, it's gonna change. In 2017, it ain't gonna be the same. You better take it now and become a CPA. Cause in a little while, things are really gonna change. The way yeah. they test your skill level's gonna be changed. And get ready for analysis and evaluation. Remembering and understanding and application. This 2017 exam is so bad tasting. No more CSOs, now they got blueprints. Trying to keep things fresh just like a new man. But see, I don't want change, I don't wanna do this. 2016's off of me, I'm so cool with it. And now they got document review. Simulation, testing, application, analysis, and evaluation. Increased time allocation, scoring weights changing. And $20 more to take the test up straight. Hating. It's gonna change, yeah, man, it's gonna change. In 2017, it ain't gonna be the same. You better take it now and become a CPA. Cause in a little while, things are really gonna change. Yeah, it's gonna change, yeah, man, it's gonna change. In 2017, it ain't gonna be the same. You better take it now and become a CPA. Cause in a little while, things are really gonna change. Yeah. Go to another71.com and join our CPA exam forum and study groups. It's the largest CPA exam community on the planet.